Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show tonight. Uh, Start off by saying, Zach, I didn't have the best weekend. I very nearly got scammed um, on Sunday morning. This is happening too often. Well, it's not happening. What do you mean it's happening too often? Uh, the deep sea yeah. facial scrub. <laughs> no, or okay. was it a whale extract? What was that facial scrub you paid $100 for? $119. Uh, to a salesman that accosted you in the middle of a shopping centre? Yeah, for deep sea scrub. Yeah, no, that was what it was. And that company, I never saw again. So. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. I think it was just basic exfoliating cream. But that's just, yeah. this. This was. This could have cost me everything I have. Oh, if I more than one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, well, it could have been the all the two hundred dollars I had, or something like that. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I made what might be a very stupid decision. I'm not sure it's a decision you would have made, mm-hmm. or a decision many others would have made. But I was honestly within within a, I reckon thirty seconds of losing every every dollar I have. That's how serious this scam was that I nearly fell for over the weekend. Oh, no. Well, you need to talk about it to let yep. people know what it is. Yep. It's kind of like that one that's gone around with the ATO when they call you up. Yeah, I've heard about we that. We need... Everyone needs to know about it so we don't fall for it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, have you ever fallen for a scam? Uh, not that I know of, but I mean, I could... <laughs> they they might have got me real good. <laughs> that's true. You find out years down the track. We'll get I to am the- in a number of pyramid schemes, but... <laughs> Those aren't scams. Those are investments. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Learning 1060, what movie have you seen at the cinema the most times? There is a woman uh, from Redcliffe, uh, just out of Brisbane, Zach, who has seen Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen biopic, 60 times already. And it came out, what, November 1, I think? So that's 60 times in the space of, like, three months. Yeah. Which is it's an impressive that I think... There must have been multiple times a day. She must have got out and went back into the cinema. I think so. I've always wanted to, because there's some cinemas that I'm pretty confident you could easily sneak out of the end of one session and go into another and no one would check. Yes, that's, lots of people would do that. Oh, have you ever done it? No, I I'd, haven't. I would, I would feel so naughty doing it. So naughty. <laughs> Look at you being naughty. <laughs> hey, but what happens it, if you get caught? Well, this is what I what mean. happens if you get caught being naughty? <laughs> they might get you in trouble. I'd love to do it though, but I don't. What think a ever, rush! I don't think I ever would. I'm, I'm not enough of. Uh, You'd uh, have to line it up perfectly. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, but I'm just not enough of a badass. Yeah, one day though, you never know. Anyway, uh, yeah, nothing says badass like sneaking yeah. into a movie. Yeah, well, I, I feel like uh, I think it's breaking the law. It's theft. <laughs> That's a big deal, Zach. You, you could give it back. What do you, how? <laughs> you could unsee it somehow. Yeah, Watch it in reverse. Wipe it from the memory. Well, look, I, I, it has made me think about the movies I've seen numerous times in the cinema. Yeah, have you um, done this? Because I've never seen a movie more than once in the cinema. To really? me, it's like once you've seen it, it's Gosh. like, yeah, I'm good for a couple of years. I don't. There would be It would be rare that I'd watch any film a few times. I remember the Spy Kids movies when I was a kid. I saw them a heap of times in the cinema. I saw like... Well, I mean, obviously for the classics. <laughs> uh, like Mike. Did you ever see that one? What's, oh, is that is it, a basketball movie? Yeah, basketball movie. I saw I, that the, four I, times. I haven't seen either of them. Oh, I might have seen Spy Kids. Yeah. Spy Kids was great. Spy Kids was... Uh, if there's going to be a revival, please bring back Spy Kids. Nah, I'm good. What's wrong with Spy Kids? It was awful. No, it wasn't. Anyway, I saw Agent Cody Banks heap of times. You know I liked Frankie Muniz yeah. a lot. More recently, Devil Wears Prada. That was four times. <laughs> you saw Devil Wears Prada four times. <laughs> great Why? movie. Why? Because you loved it. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. My auntie took me in gold class to see Devil Wears Prada, and I loved it, yeah. and so I took myself What's back. your favorite line? 
In Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Oh, I, I need. I, it's been a while since I've watched. You don't it. remember. You saw it four times in the cinema. You can't remember any of the lines. Well, a lot of my favourite films, the title of the film is actually a line of dialogue. Oh, so, so is the Devil Wears Prada one of the lines? I don't think it is in that occasion, but I do think in Spy Kids there is the line "We're Spy Kids." Yep. So generally, my favourite line in movies is when they say the title in dialogue. What else did you see multiple times? Uh, Inside Out. Um, the, the that was only a couple of years ago. Yeah, six or seven times. So you're an adult. Yeah, I went with friends because I kept taking friends saying, this movie's no, profound. No, not the same friends. No, different friends. And so I, they all saw it once. Yeah. And, I'd be and like, none of them wanted to see it again? Well, I didn't ask. I'm sure they might have. Yeah. But I wanted, because I kept thinking, this movie's profound. You should come and watch it. Mm. And um, and so I took a heap of friends to see it. It really moved you, Inside Out, did it? Inside Out is a stunning film and I will yep. not hear anything against what it. What did the Emoji movie do for oh, you? you know what? <laughs> okay. You learn a lot about that. Well, oh, yeah. different emotions. So you think it's just me and this woman from Brisbane who see movies numerous times? No, I think other people would have, but not to the extent you have. They're not the same movies as you. <laughs> okay. Well, 13, 10, 60. What have you seen in a cinema more than once? How many times have you gone back? See, I could imagine the biggest movies of all time when yep. you're thinking Titanic, sure. Avatar, stuff like that. I could understand people saw those multiple times. Yep. Maybe if you're really into a certain type of film, you know, That's like true. Harry Potter, Star Wars, people would see those over and over again. Mm. But... Not like Spy Kids and <laughs> Inside I, Out. I had a friend who saw The Greatest Showman three times in a day. Yeah. That was impressive. Surely you're not into it after <laughs> two and a half times. Oh, uh, no. I, I mean, you know I wanted to go to one of the sing-alongs. Just belt out, this is me. Never got around to that. Anyway, 13, 10, 60. What have you seen in a cinema more than once? Give us a call. We've got Ted in Orange. What was it, Ted? Uh, the last two Harry Potter movies. How many times? I watched them five times each. Did you just love it so much, Ted? Oh, yeah. Like, I loved the Harry Potter movies since I was little. And because they were the last ones where you just like, oh, I've got to make the most of them while they're still in the cinema. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and I'm known to being that Harry Potter freak. Yeah. So, Well, Ted, like while, we've got, while we've got you here, I mean, I tried to get Zach to watch the Harry Potter movies last year. He only got through the first five. He hasn't seen the last three. Can you tell him it's worth it? Mate, it's so worth it. The first few are, like, really kiddy, and then you, you have to... It gets darker and darker, and mm. it gets ten times better. Yeah. Ramps up at the end. You're going you're gonna to go back to them? Mm, I don't know. You can watch them five times each. Uh, we got Reese. <laughs> what have you seen in the cinema numerous times, Reese? I've seen the very first Hobbit mm. um, seven times in gold class each. Wait, you went in gold class every time, Reese? Yes. Oh. High roller. Jeez. Evidently there. The Hobbit, that's a long film too, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. the perfect one to go in gold class. You want long films to make the that's most it. of your time there. Yeah, that's true. Um, seven times five. I mean, I, I've seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Is the Hob- are the Hobbit movies good? Could you do no, seven? Really. <laughs> they're stretched out quite a lot. The Lord of the Rings <laughs> and the Hobbit, they're so long. I wouldn't have thought you could fit seven times in your lifetime. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much watching them around the clock. <laughs> Uh, Luke is in Sydney. Uh, Luke, you work at a cinema. You've got some intel for us on the most rewatched movies. I think personally the most rewatched movie was probably Jumanji. Jumanji? Really? Jumanji. Yeah, the second, oh, the, the remake one, of course, yeah. Were lots of people coming in and you were recognising the faces, were you? Yeah, yeah. So I can I can actually see um, how many times I've watched a film or a certain movie and how what? many times I've watched it. Hang on. Yeah, so it's... what, on your computer it says how many times they've watched that film? Yeah, so it says if they've come back, if they're a loyalty member, et cetera, et cetera. How are you feeling about that, Dom, after <laughs> revealing 10 minutes ago that you saw Spy Kids <laughs> inside out, finding Dory all multiple times? Yeah. 
Um, I would like my records deleted. <laughs> oh, we should try to get your movie records. <laughs> I don't think we should. I really don't think we should. Well, I, I like that's the sort of stuff. You know how sometimes people post on Facebook. I do not give Facebook. <laughs> I do not give Facebook the rights to my personal data. Yeah. I don't want them collecting stuff on me. I wonder if they have other details too. Like yeah. came and saw Inside Out by himself. Yeah. Sat in the foyer for forty minutes afterwards <laughs> crying. <laughs> And Dom. Dom, breakups can be hard, but particularly if the person you're breaking up with isn't your romantic partner. There's a text message ex- uh, exchange going viral at the moment yeah. of a guy texting another guy, his gym buddy, his gym partner, oh, no. and he's breaking things off. And it reads a lot like a romantic breakup. <laughs> okay. This is what it says. Hey, bro, I'm going to start going alone. I don't get the same pumps with some of your workouts like I do alone. I think it has to do with the fact that we have different body types. Now, I'm just talking about chest and back workouts. Arms, legs, and abs are always amazing with you. <laughs> Doesn't that yeah. sound like that they're a romantic couple breaking up? It's, it's so close to it's not you, it's me. Did you, was it well received? Did he get a reply? I'm not sure. We're left in the lurch there. Oh, no. He's, he's just been ghosted on the back of that. Understandably, too. It is because so much focus is given in society to romantic breakups. But there are breakups happening every day that are completely overlooked. On 131060, yeah. have you had to break up with someone in your life who wasn't a romantic partner? I'm talking hairdressers. Yep. I'm talking baristas. Mm. I'm talking... Yep. Uh, who else could it be? Well, you remember when I went to that Asai World place every day near my house, and there then I go. moved house. Yep. And I just... I, I knew them well. And I just stopped going one day. I didn't officially break up with them. I just, I chose the cowardly ghosting option. Did you know the two people who worked there actually added me on Facebook? And they like, ask you, where have you gone? Months after. What was the issue? Yeah, was that our eyeballs not good enough for you? <laughs> months after I left, they added me on Facebook. I didn't accept. I oh, that's me. cold. <laughs> I just felt awkward. They still, sometimes it still pops up. Do you want to accept this request? I just see it sitting there. And I, I'm sorry, but it just feels like you've got to move on in life. I found a new asylum place. This is what a few people are saying on Instagram. Dominic says mm. that he has broken up with his personal trainer yeah. and he's just trying to avoid him now. Oh. So they don't have the awkward small talk afterwards. Oh, oh so you're hard. looking good. Yeah, oh, thanks. Uh, yeah. Ashley says, uh, broken up with an Xbox friend. Had to break it off. We're spending way too much time playing together. <laughs> it was interfering on other parts. It's fun when you're together. Yeah. But if it's interfering on work time, on other relationships, you've got to break that off. You've got to move on in life. And, and you can't be tied down to just one Xbox partner. Oh, here you we go. Jade sense. says breaking up with her hairdresser. They've uh, been, she's been going there for a few years, but yeah. suddenly started doing a bad job. Yeah. I mean, it's awkward because you're friends after a couple of years, yep. but also you're paying them to do a service. Do you know, it's funny you say that. I, I remember my mum had someone who would come and clean the house pretty regularly when I was growing up. Yeah. And then um, one day I noticed that it was a different cleaning company who came. <laughs> and I said, mum, what happened? And she said, oh, look, ultimately the prices just went too high with the others. Anyway, mum ran into the old cleaners at the shops with me uh, a month or two later the iciest hey how are things <laughs> that I've ever seen. Was 13, really hard. 10, 60. <laughs> Have you ever had to break up with someone in your life that wasn't a romantic partner? We have Diana in Melbourne. What was your non-romantic breakup, Diana? Um, so I used to do two jobs and I couldn't do them to, like do both at the same time. So I had to like message my boss that I wasn't coming back like after Christmas break. Mm. And he took it personal and he thought it was because he'd get frustrated at work 
and like yell at us a little bit that it was because of that. So he'd tell like my friend that used to work there, like tell Diana to get over and just come back. Like we need her and all this stuff. So I felt like he struggled. Yeah, he struggled, yeah, it was didn't he? Because I couldn't do both jobs. Yeah, yeah you got to pick one. Sometimes at the mm. start, there's a few people around, a few yep. jobs around, but when things start getting serious, you yeah. really have to narrow it down, don't you? I think that's how people should quit jobs from what? now on. Like ask like to meet, your, yeah, ask to meet your boss at a cafe. Yeah. And just say it hasn't been working for a while now. Yeah, come on, let's be real. <laughs> it's not you, Let, it's me. Let's be serious about this. <laughs> Can you honestly say you think it's working? <laughs> yep. Do you see a future together? It, uh, we great. had fun at the start, mm. you know? But at some stage, yeah. I'm going to get to an age mm. where I want to settle down and start having something serious. <laughs> yeah. And then I imagine the boss throws the drink in your face. There's no off. future for me here. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach and Ellie got scammed over the weekend. What happened, um, Dom? Well, Sunday morning, uh, I woke up to a text on my phone uh, from the sender. It just said, bank. Yeah. I was like, oh, the bank's getting in touch. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> you would have put them in your phone as yeah. bank, obviously. <laughs> well, I, I, look, it was, it was early in my day. I was going to say early in the morning. It was actually 12.30 in the afternoon. But mm-hmm. early in my day, that is I was early for you. a bit bleary-eyed. So I, I was like, what's the bank want? <laughs> now, the text just said, your financial details, uh, your financial information is under threat. Uh-oh. Go to this link to secure it. And I was like, well, I better get to the link. <laughs> Now, You're silly, not to. I, I feel like it, in my defense, at a normal time of the day, I wouldn't click the link. Yeah. But I was clearly tired. Click the link. Yep. Where do now, I fill out my details? I, well, I, it oh, took it's me... weird the bank doesn't have my bank details. There must <laughs> be a problem. I'll just, I'll just quickly fill them in. Well, I, I went to the website that it sent me to, and it was very generic. It just sort of said, hackers have infiltrated our system. We need you to put in your credit card details so that we know that you're safe. Right. And I was like, I was like, well, that's weird, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Checks out. I don't know. I don't entirely understand how this works, but you know, who am I to question the bank? No, better Um, to be safe than sorry. Just put in your credit card details and give the strangers access to your money. Well, I thought it was the bank. Yeah. I thought it was the bank I'm with. So I, but I don't think the bank would ever do that. Well, in hindsight, nor do I, but I did it oh, anyway. They wouldn't do a number of those things. I panicked, Zach, because I thought at that moment I need to act fast because my account might already be drained if I'm not quick, yeah. right? So I, um, I, I put in my credit card details <laughs> and I clicked save and submit. Oh, and so no. it saved it and submitted it. And I breathed a deep sigh of relief. I was like, thank gosh for that. Back to sleep. <laughs> Crisis averted. Finance Time for my safe. afternoon nap. And I walked downstairs and my dad was downstairs. And uh, I said, you won't believe what just happened to me, dad. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I told him. And he said, I think that's a scam. <laughs> and it was as he said it. Now, I'd only been up for 20 minutes at this stage. As he said it, I was 20 like, 20 oh. minutes. Okay, look. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When you said I just woke up, yeah. I could imagine. Sure. Rolling over, grabbing your phone, mm. possibly seeing that as a bank, and in the next 30 seconds, mm. yeah. maybe being a little bit in a dream state. Yep. You're talking 20 minutes later, you have got up, you have walked down the stairs, and you still didn't know it was a scam. I hadn't really thought much more about it, to be honest. You don't need to! <laughs> okay, well, Dad says it's a scam, and it hits me. Oh, crap. Yeah, that's a scam, isn't it? 
because the bank doesn't text me from the send name bank to begin <laughs> with. And also, none of this makes sense. And also, so, the website wasn't the bank's website. Well, that's another good point. Also, the bank says over and over again, yeah. we're not going to contact you like this. Oh, there's also a typo in the, in the page I went to. Anyway, and none well, of this were alarm bells! Well, I mean, not not big alarm bells. Just I was I was in a state of panic. I needed to secure my account. You're like, silly so, bank. I mean, <laughs> not knowing how to spell certain words. Ah, <laughs> oh, well. I, I, I they ran, must have yeah. put the website together so fast because, yeah. you know, of the hacking. Well, I ran back upstairs to my phone and <laughs> on my, oh, like, I still had the website open with the information I just submitted. Yeah. And I, in a panic, I had a look and in one of the greatest stacks of coincidence, I was saved because I actually put in the wrong credit card. Number. Uh, I missed a digit. So I got a digit wrong. Excellent. Now that's great news for me. It's bad news for whoever's credit card <laughs> I've accidentally put in. Because I don't know how credit cards work. Is it like number plates where they just give me a set of numbers and then someone gets the one number beyond that? Uh, I don't know. Assumably. Well, that'd be pretty unsafe, though. The more I think about it, because then you could guess credit card numbers relatively easily. Yeah. Anyway, the point well, is... Well, I think in conjunction with uh, yeah. the other numbers. Yeah. Well, I was, so, I was feeling so confident that I was saved from this scam. I came and I told the story to producer Michael tonight. Mm. And he said, are you sure that the scammers don't just change that so that when you realize it's a scam and go back and check, you mm. think, oh, they didn't get That's my number. That's a pretty good con. I'm fine. So I, I, I'll be honest, all day I've been thinking I'm totally fine. I'm in the clear. Now I'm paranoid again and I'm checking my account. Mm. The joke's on them though. I've only got 50 bucks in there. So Suckers. <laughs> what? Why don't you just contact the actual bank yeah. on the telephone yeah. or in person Yep. and say, hey... I think I might have been done with a scam. I don't know who I can trust anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't know. I reckon if you walk <laughs> into the bank and you talk to one of the people at the teller, yeah. uh, you might be okay. That's when they take the mask off. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, Zach Innes from Married at First Sight. Uh, maybe he's the most disliked person in Australia right now. A few weeks into the new season of the show, she's already made negative comments. I think about everyone else on the series um, she's reportedly, I think as of tonight's episode, cheated on her husband, Bronson, from the show. People aren't happy with this character. I think the first thing she said yeah. to her husband when yeah. she saw him at the end of the aisle mm. was a negative comment about his eye ring. Yeah, that's right. What did she, I, I can't she remember She said that she, when she saw the eye ring, she wanted yeah. to punch him in the jaw. <laughs> The thing is, though, everyone's talking about Bronson, the husband she's been matched with on the show, and now he's the victim, you know, feeling sorry for Bronson. But there is another victim in all of this. Mm. Uh, now, our producer, Michael, his girlfriend, who we have spoken about on the show before, is also called Innes. Now, this isn't a name you run into often. No. And we have been hearing from Michael that it has made Innes's life a little bit tough since uh, the Married at First Sight character has come onto the scene. Innes, Michael's girlfriend, does join us now. Thank you for your time, Innes. No worries. Hi, guys. Look, can we can we just ask how the past few weeks have been? I imagine it's it's been a rough life for you since this show started. I have seen so many news stories and so many memes about how awful Innes is. Innes is the worst person ever. <laughs> That's all that I'm seeing in my news feed these days, and it's it's terrible. I feel like my name is getting a bad rap. It's not that popular to start off with. How did this come to your attention, Innes? Was it through social media, or did someone around the office say... Did you know there's someone on Merit at First Sight named Innes? First, it was someone in the office saying there was someone on Merit at, at First Sight, but mm. now it's just every single day a new story about Innes, the awful person. Are you getting Merit tagged in a lot of things on social media? 
I actually haven't, surprisingly. <laughs> I just see them constantly. They're in my newsfeed. It's almost as if it recognises that that's my name and it has it to might. Let me know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what Zuckerberg's up to? <laughs> Can I ask, Dennis, I'm guessing you haven't met too many people with your name beforehand. It is a, a bit of a, a unique name. Is this the first, I guess, uh, famous Innes you can remember? There is one other, and that is Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' child. And I was thinking that that would kind of give me a, a hope that my name would become more popular, but now it's kind of it's all going down the That's drain. what you need now. You yeah. need a famous Innes for more <laughs> positive reasons. That's it. Someone exactly. Needs, some, maybe you just need to start a charity. You know what I mean? Start a charity, something to redeem the name Innes for the Australian public at the moment. I think, yeah, for sure. I think that Innes from Married at First Sight is from the same city as you, Innes. Are you worried that you guys might run into each other and you might have to be like, hey, back off my name? Yeah, I'll have to be like, I'll have to ask some questions now. What exactly she thinks she's doing for my reputation? I assume you guys have covered this in the uh, monthly Innes Name Club catch-up. It's been a big talking point. Yeah, all all three of us. All three of us (laughs) have caught up recently. Okay, well, can, can we just put out a public service announcement? Because firstly, to anyone thinking of going on one of these reality shows and being a villain, if you have a unique name, just realize you're going to be throwing people under the bus. And secondly, Innes, do you just want to make a comment on behalf of all the good Innes's out there, uh, maybe towards this Innes on the show? Look, I just want everyone to know we're not all awful. We are nice people. Mm. Don't hate us all for that one person, please. Yeah. Don't judge all Innesses because of one's behaviour. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's from the Bible. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty profound. Don't be an right. Innesist. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, maybe it's we... It's already difficult enough. It is. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe we can make some positive Innes memes. Maybe that's what we need to yeah. do, just to restore the balance a little bit. Thank you so much, Innes, and hopefully, uh, hopefully she leaves the show soon for your sake. <laughs> Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Found out over the weekend, Zach, that apparently among my friends, I am regarded as the decision maker. You're the decision man, decision dom. Yeah, I, I, look, I didn't know it was a skill set I had before, but I know that is a common thing that people often, you know, maybe when it comes to what yeah. are we going to do tonight, where are we going to go for dinner, mm. people can sit around for an hour yeah. and no one, no one's able to make a decision. Mm. Apparently in my friendship group, I'm the one everyone comes to to make a decision. But... Aren't you the guy that you couldn't decide what you yeah. were going to wear, so you used to pay a stylist to take <laughs> you around the shops? <laughs> Can you not ask that with such a sincere tone in your voice? Like, Did you? that happen or not? Yes, that happened. That wasn't because I couldn't decide what to uh, wear. I just wanted tips from an expert. And weren't you for quite a long time using okay. a website that yeah. told you what to have for dinner each night because <laughs> you literally couldn't decide? It e- was too much of a decision no. every day? EasyDecisionMaker.com did help me sometimes just to settle my mind up. Okay, so hang on. You're the person who can make decisions. (laughs) What I'm talking about... Did you uh, tell the other guys about the website? (laughs) Is that how you helped out? No, what what I I think that was my training in decision making. Mm. Right, the now I wasn't always a refined decision maker. Yeah. But last night, a, fr- a bunch of friends were looking to go for dinner, and a, they all came to me and said, "Where are we going?" Yeah. And I made I made the decision like that. What did you say? Kebabs. Oh wow, jeez, yeah. get this guy in the UN. <laughs> well, he makes decisions so easily. <laughs> no, I've, and I've, who would have thought kebabs? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> a friend of mine said it's an actual, it's a real gift. To yeah. be able to have in this indecisive age where people don't know, should I take yeah, this job or that job? You don't have it. You literally used to go to a website yeah. to tell you what to have for dinner each night. Yeah. And when I say used to, I mean like three months ago. But I'm not many... sure if you still do that. When was the last <laughs> time you went to that website? I haven't been there in six months. I don't reckon. <laughs> now, how many? No, how many like gym junkies used to be overweight? Yeah, right. I didn't. I'm not. I'm saying, not saying I was always uh, a decision maker. Right. But I am now. I, give me a decision right now. Give me a decision to make. 
uh, should you go to the gym or not tomorrow? No. Yeah. Easy. See, now this is, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Yep. I am a refined decision maker. I want yep. to put this to should the Should you text. have a, a chocolate egg before Easter this year? Yes. Okay. Now, I want These to... seem like softballs. <laughs> I want to open this up. 131060. Is there a decision you just can't make at the moment? Yep. It could be as simple as what should I have for dinner tonight? It could be more complex. I don't care what your decision is. Throw yep. it at me. Yep. I'll make a decision for you within two seconds. Okay, I got one. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends mm. is delusional about the talents he has. Should I tell him? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll continue on then. I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. If you need help making a decision, any decision at all, throw it at me. What type of decisions are you looking for? Well, I thought maybe people might say... I'm about to go through the McDonald's drive-thru. What should I order? And within two seconds, I even have a musical sting. Medium 10 nugget meal. Okay. There, that, that's, what, that's just what you used to have. <laughs> yep. I don't... I mean... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are you a point? What's your point? I, I think... Yep. I, I, just, I just don't know if you're actually mm. weighing up information coming in, yep. assessing it, no. and outputting... An accurate, you know, maybe a measured response. It's it's just really what your experience has been in the past. Firstly, I never said I was a good decision maker. Oh, right. You can just I, make a I decision. I can just make a decision. Sorry. Okay. I Can't assumed guarantee. it was good. Oh, no. okay. I'll just give you a decision. Oh. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And in that spirit, we go to John in Melbourne on 131060. Uh, now, John, I was thinking maybe we'd have some lighthearted ones about fast food, but you got a heavier decision for me to make. Yeah, I thought I'd give you a, a nice big one to decide on. Yeah, what do you got, John? Uh, so I've been with my new partner for almost six months now. Yep. Uh, we started dating after the first week of meeting each other. Sure. Everything was all good at the start. And I'm just not really feeling the vibe anymore. Like, mm. all of a sudden it's good, then it's not, then it's good, and then it's not. And I'm just, yeah, yeah I don't know. How long has it been not good for, John? Uh, two months, two month months and a half. Okay. Time for a fresh start, I reckon. <laughs> that's um, okay. that's that's my that's my decision for you there, John. Now I need to, I need to be very clear that I, I I am saying I'm not making good decisions necessarily. Okay, I think that's important to stress. I'm not sure if anyone's ever said that someone should break up with someone <laughs> and played a musical sting beforehand. <laughs> that's true. What do you think? What do you what do you think? Helpful helpful decision. Yeah, I've been thinking it, so why yeah. not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Um. All right, so in my decision-making segment, we had John call up asking if he should break up with his girlfriend, and apparently one other caller who wanted to do something illegal, Michael's telling us. Yeah. So, do you know what? My decision is that I don't think we'll do this again. Yeah, and I <laughs> hope you can sleep well tonight, knowing that you've encouraged John to break up with his girlfriend. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Got some feedback this show has never got before. Sammy Mulligrub has contacted the show, and he writes that he listens to the podcast... On half speed. <laughs> okay. Well, I know that the um, I know the iTunes po- or the, the Apple iPhone podcast app gives you the option to to choose your speed. Half speed's interesting though. What is this intentional? Sammy says not only does it double your listening time, yeah, but also automatically sounds like Zach and Dom are a few beers deep, trying to have an intellectual conversation. <laughs> I accidentally came across it, and it's amazing. Okay. So apparently, when yeah. you go half speed on our podcast, it makes us look like that we're at a party. Yeah. Uh, we've loosened up a little bit. Sure. And we're sharing our ideas on the world. <laughs> okay. 
At ha- first, I was really offended by this because I was like, we put a lot of thought and effort into the show. Uh, you know, these are, yeah. these are things that we really think are important. Oh, and every night you see me out the back perfectly timing my speed to make sure I'm speaking at the exact speed I want to be speaking at. Exactly. So that's, that's difficult. Uh, I did half the speed of a few things we were talking oh, about last it. week on the show. Okay, Doug. great. Um, I reckon Sammy might have a point. <laughs> All right, let's I've added a bit of party atmos to this to give it the real feeling. <laughs> yeah, sure. But here's us talking about popcorn. You know you smell the popcorn a bit of a candy bar. Yeah. I could smell it wafting down the stairs. And I kind of thought, you know, I know this is going to be expensive, but instead of lunch right now, what I would love is a big bucket of popcorn. Big old bucket of popcorn. Can't you imagine those guys in the corner oh <laughs> just entertaining oh, wow. themselves? No, that's great. That's brilliant. Uh, after that, we might order... a a bit of uh, a bit of a feed from the local pizza shop. So let's do an inventory. This is six full pizzas we're talking yeah, about. A couple of Pepsi's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eight churros, I think. Oh my gosh. There's almost a burp in there. Do you know what I mean? If you heard a drink crack and a burp, it wouldn't sound out of place. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. After we've had our food, though, Dom, yeah. that's when mm. you really start to think about the world. And I think <laughs> your theory on turtles yeah. that you shared last week on the show, when that slowed down, mm. boy, oh, boy. Because yeah. I know that turtles live for thousands of years. No. <laughs> no, I no, there's, there's that story about the turtle that's still alive now yeah. that Julius Caesar had or something. <laughs> What in ancient Rome? Yeah, that's a that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> You're like stumbling oh, wow. over your words. Wow. Okay, that's a cert- that's a very different show. Yes. that we could do. We should do that. I don't mind it. We it's not a bad idea. Just what do the whole show on half speed? Yes. Or do you mean go to a party and <laughs> have a few beers before we do the no, show? No, before we <laughs> upload the podcast, I think yeah. we should yeah. put a party atmosphere behind it <laughs> and half the speed. <laughs> It's way more it. convincing. Yeah. Our half-baked ideas make sense if you think the person's drunk. That's a good point. That's a good point. Also, it gave me an idea of what it would sound like if you and I socialised. <laughs> That's what Dom got out of it. <laughs> I've been hoping would happen for years. <laughs> but Zach's always... Your, your weekends are always so busy. Yeah, just pretty busy, you so know. So much on. Every weekend I ask, and Zach's like, jam-packed schedule. Mm-hmm. One weekend, one You day. have to book it a few years in advance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is what we got time for on the show tonight. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. Bye! <laughs> from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.